The views and opinions expressed by the hosts of Black Talk Radio News and any guests represents their views and their views only and do not necessarily represent the views of the Black Talk Media Project or the Black Talk Radio Network. Hello and welcome to this broadcast of Black Talk Radio News. My name is Scotty Reed. I'm broadcasting from behind the enemy lines of USA Inc. As I said, I would at the conclusion of the last episode, which was titled BTR News, the Willie Lynch letter and the black attack on black identified Christians. And I said I was going to respond to your feedback and your comments. And as long as you keep it classy, keep it respectful, keep it codified, I definitely will uh, share our listeners and viewers comments. So let's get to it. Now, on that podcast, I discuss why it is incorrect behavior to be discourteous, rude. I think most people can agree on that. And it does not unify black people on any issues on any level that and especially issues that's deemed important to the community like violence. I don't care who it's coming from, what uniform it got on, what colors it's repping, all of this violence. These are important issues that need to be solved. Gun violence, that is, uh, in all the communities in the United States, but particularly uh, we see disproportionate amount of deaths in cities like Chicago, Philadelphia, Detroit, and others. But when we have one group of black people who are more most often talk about unity but then we see them mocking another group on a sensitive subject and area in their lives and i'm talking about religion slash spirituality some of this rhetoric rises to the level of hate speech and religious discrimination i also found it puzzling that a group doing the mocking those doing the mocking swears by the contents of the Willie Lynch letter in which the fictional Willie Lynch writes that if slave masters follow the psychological methods he lists, then slavers would control victims of slavery for 300 years. And this letter was allegedly written in the 1700s, but we're going to lay this um, this issue to rest once and for all, hopefully, because on this episode, I will uh, share some of the feedback received on the Willie Lynch letter and do a follow-up episode on the feedback received on the afro Christophobia portions in a few days. So this one is strictly going to focus on the Willie Lynch letter. So let's get to some comments. But before we get to the comments critical or commenting on the Willie Lynch letter, I want to take um, share some other comments um, that I received on the same video. Now, concerning the Willie Lynch letter and the black attack on identified Christians, we had red, black, and green right in, black nationalists, 100% Garveyite, 100% Christian, amen, and thank you for this video. You're welcome, red, black, and green. Make sure you check out uh, the next video after this one where I'm going to focus on the second part, if you will, of that podcast, The Black Attack on Black Identified Christians. I got a lot of information I want to share. I think you will find it powerful as well as other black nationalists. And uh, P. Well says, thank you for your information and your informative and interesting videos. All right, P. Wells, a longtime supporter of the channel of Black Talk Radio Network dot com and yeah shout out to you too bro make sure thanks for your support 
now let's hit these other comments um really i'm only going to share comments from one person and some of it that they touch on i'll cover in more in depth in the next video that's going to focus more on religion uh, sla uh slavery the transatlantic slave trade and all of that and how it relates to black christians but again we're focusing on on willie lynch but let's go ahead and go through her comments right quick so joy 31608 thank you for your comments thanks for watching the content um the content she says is highly accurate if you look at the disunity the slave owner religion was the only religion and slave people were allowed so i'm gonna tackle that second portion of, of your comment first the next video you want to check out the next video where i am going to um share some information on the quote-unquote slave bible but we're going to say the religion portion of that last podcast for the next time um the content is highly accurate when you say you look at the disunity but it's disunity all over the world and particularly here in the united states you have a group of white people mainly white people called anti-fascists who say they are opposed to racism and have um without their in the streets fighting to the death in some cases uh nazis neo-nazis neo-confederates and anybody under the umbrella term white supremacists or white nationalists and then on the other side you got those people so there's i don't see there being any unity in any groups uh if, let's say let's talk about hispanic uh hispanic gangs let's talk about black gangs let's talk about um there's a number you had your chinese gangs in in san francisco so there are gangs you know in just about every subgroup or ethnic group within the united states in a long history of gangsterism you know with the italians with the irish even even the jews and and so so i don't see anybody having 100 percent unity and I don't think it's possible, you know, based on the evidence, what the evidence say of, of not just today, but history and just human behavior. So I don't think it's possible in the first place. Uh, Joy also writes, although they call a Willie Lynch letter a forgery in quotations, the tactics it recommends are coincidentally in quotations still used this day. The appropriate response is to stop using the tactics. So, again, just because the tactics are an accurate description of people's behavior today, um, people have been exhibiting the same behaviors over, I guess, a millennium, however long people been on this planet, in whatever form, and whatever civilization, uh, civilization or, or culture. So... I agree with let's stop using the tactics that's described in the Willie Lynch letter, the tactics of division. But as I pointed out in the last uh, video, he doesn't mention religion as let's divide these black folks or or these Negroes. Uh, again, that was a clue that the letter was fake because he's calling people black um, and they didn't use those terms in the language was like poster. um it sounded more modern 
And this is supposed to be written by a, a British man who has a plantation in the Caribbean islands in Jamaica or what have you, if you are to believe the fable. Okay, so why why is he, you know, spelling color in his letter C-O-L-O-R versus C-O-L-O-U-R the way that English people. Um, so just little hints there, but again, I don't want to rehash the first first video. Um, but again, it does accurately describe behaviors that we would say is in the quote unquote black community so but i agree the appropriate response is to stop and that's why i did you know talked about the second portion after the willie lynch letter portion showing it was a fabrication it wasn't a historical document willie lynch never lived but the black attack on black identified christians willie in the willie lynch letter is talking about getting the young versus the old the old versus the young, male against female, female against against male, light skin versus dark skin, dark skin versus, it, we went over all, all of that. And so, while it didn't mention religion, it, certainly we can um, add that as accurate commentary on how people are dividing themselves, not because they're practicing different religions, but how they are discourteous and rude and, and and quite childish towards people who have diff a different set of spiritual beliefs. I mean, some of it again rises to the level of hate speech. And so that causes disharmony and disunity. If Willie Lynch was a real person, um, you know, he would be saying how proud he is and pointing to, see, I told y'all this would work. Okay. So it's not real and, and you i think by the end of this podcast with the evidence I'm, I'm going to share with you on the author of the willie lynch letter the actual author uh who is no longer with us and um according to his spiritual practice they would say he's going on to be with the ancestors he's an ancestor now so then uh joy laughs out loud it does say forgery question how do you create a forgery of something that doesn't exist so we're going to move into some of the evidence and and we're going to answer that question so that's a good question because in the article that was saying that this is a fake letter and that um the professor who proved it was fake got a confession from the real author and we're going to talk about him in just a minute in fact you're going to hear from him um but he they do use the term or the word forgery and so most people thinking oh forgery is just copying something that's real that existed like let's say the mona lisa a piece of artwork uh that's worth a lot of money quote unquote and you had these people who make their own paintings or duplicate paintings and and try to make them look real old and stuff like that that's called a forgery um, when you're talking about counterfeit money, where you're making something look exactly like the, uh, the currency, $100 bills, $20 bills, $5 bills, but they're not real, but you are, you're forging, okay? But often words in the English language, at least, I don't know about any other language because I don't speak another language, but in the English language, there can be several definitions of the word you know and and depending upon the context in which 
it is being used and after looking it up they was using the word forgery in the proper context according to um some of the definitions who else knew that there were three types of forgery i'm not one of those i did not know i understood forgery yes most people i guess you would say the common people understand forgery like counterfeit money all the things i described already but here is a definition of for forgery well it's not really a definition but it gives you some context for four basic uh types of forgery um the headline says what are the three types of forgery but forgery is the creation of falsified material or the altering of any writing i'll say that again it's the creation so you so willie lynch letter is an original creation of falsified material meaning that it it has uh false attributions they've attributed to someone who didn't exist it's it's phony it's fake it, it's it's fox news no let me continue or the altering of any writing with the purpose of defrauding or cheating now this will also come up in the next video which is going to focus on the afro christophobia about the slave bible uh defrauding uh, altering of any writing because the slave bible was was quote-unquote slave bible was altered and but again that'll be the next video but there are four basic types of forgery traced simulation freehand and lifted so if you want to look those up um, but in the context of falsified material it does fit as a description of the willie lynch letter going back to the article that we shared as a source on that last video the willie lynch letter and the black attack on black identified christians it it said the Willie Lynch speech is a document that briefly advises slave masters on how to control black people. Ampen said, the speech is a myth, he said, through primary research, first-hand research, or going directly to a source for information. Ampen said he had been presented with a confession letter. The confession of the alleged forger of the Willie Lynch speech novelist, Dr. Kwabina Fahim Ashante was all Ampin needed to fully support the finding in his research. Professor Ampin explained the process he took in order to come out with the quote-unquote truth in this book. When he mentioned anti-slavery activists and pro-slavery activists, he said none mentioned the Willie Lynch speech. So again, as we discussed on that last video, doing your research, if you was reading the history the documents the letters the speeches from people like frederick Douglass, you know contemporaries at the time period that that you say this is in this is in the 1700s though uh, when this was uh, allegedly uh read out to a crowd of slavers but uh yeah let's continue um in order to further convey his point he brought out other findings then there had been no evidence of the speech until the 20th century he said so again this was covered in the last broadcast and will you know uh i think present you some irrefutable evidence in the form of the author himself and then the fact that we're giving credit to a non-existent white man for something 
a black man wrote, which was basically a psychological exercise, really. And again, but you can learn from Willie Lynch's letter, like I stated, the observations about the behavior. So we know he, he was commenting on modern behavior. So do, what can we do to change that behavior? Like the um, Joy said, we need to stop the tactics. Yes, we do. But let's also, for the historical record, quit teaching, um, you know, the future generations coming up that this is a real letter to try to explain how black people act. Because that kind of suggests that we're not in control of our own thoughts, speech, and action. Okay? And Dr. Frances Crest Welsing, I asked her one time before she passed, are black people responsible for their baby? And she said, absolutely so. You know, we we can change these things. There's no puppet master, um, especially a white supremacist that's making us do these things. Uh, but white supremacists and their friends, their non-white proxies, help them create the conditions that lead to a devolution, if you will, in a culture, in a, in a, a community, and by setting up the conditions for failure and preying upon the people again don't want to make this about prison slavery but prison slavery was never abolished according to the 13th amendment okay so let's now get into some irrefutable evidence i said that this was a black man who wrote this and we're giving credit to other people and we shouldn't do that so let's find out who this man is and hear from him the author of the Willie Lynch letter is none other than Dr. Kwabana Fahim Ashanti. And he is, in this article, it described him as a novelist. And he does, I think, have some works of fiction. Um, but he, I, I listened to Time for Awakening Radio. I found um, the podcast of them, you know, announcing his death and giving him credit. And so we'll hear we'll hear that, but they describe him also as a scholar, um, you know, a university professor. So y'all hear from that. But this is the man who wrote um, wrote Willie Lynch. There was no man named Willie Lynch, and Doctor Ashanti is actually going to speak on how that how he came up with that name. So you know, there's no shouldn't be any f future confusion. If someone does tell you that the Willie Lynch letter is real, please point them to this video. Share this information uh, with them. You are listening to Black Reality Think Tank with host Dr. William Rogers on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Hotep and greetings, my brothers and sisters. My name is William Rogers, and you are listening to the Black Reality Think Tank. I thank all of you for joining us here this evening. We have a very special tribute that we would like to do uh, this evening. One of the great brothers of the African world has transitioned to the ancestral realm, and we want to pay tribute to him tonight, as well as just talk about that strong African leadership that is so necessary in our community today. So we thank you. We are here every Tuesday uh, evening uh, from 8 o'clock Central, um, um, sorry, 8 o'clock Eastern Time to 10 o'clock um, p.m. 
We are also on um, other times of the week. We are on a Thursday program we call The Warrior's Way. We have another program on Saturday afternoon called Black Sister Talk with uh, Sister Lawanda Chambers. And then there is a program at 6 with the Milwaukee uh, Council of Elders. And they are discussing things that are relative to our community that the elders can involve themselves in. So we'll talk more about those later on at the top of the hour. But right now we want to to get into uh, uh, this great discussion uh, helping me this evening with that tribute is my dear friend and brother uh, who has been with us here at the Black Reality Think Tank many, many, many times. His name is Dr. Bruce Bridges. And Dr. Bridges is here. He was the owner of one of the most fantastic bookstores that I have ever opened the doors and walked in. So let me do this. This is an a interview that the owner of the bookstore was doing with Dr. Uh, Ashanti uh, about his book and his work which then will lead us into the next uh, area of his work that we want to talk about. So, uh, yeah, listen, listen to this. If I may, what made you write the manuscript for Um, I'm from Durham, North Carolina. Durham, North Carolina is the home of North Carolina Mutual Life Insurance Company and Palmas and Candace Bank, the biggest black insurance company in the world and the richest black bank in the world. That's that's my home. We took for granted uh, college-educated people, black professors. We just took that for granted. And so uh, we never, ever, uh, we never, ever, consider ourselves super hardship like the rest of the United States with black people. But we thought we we thought we were just as good, not better than white people. But even though we had all these things, we still want to progress and when we watch the news and TV all across the country, uh, we recognize that hey we need to do something too. So we did our part. But I had just graduated from the University of Pittsburgh in 1974. Mm. And we would have study groups uh, uh, in the evening after I got out of work. I was teaching at North Carolina Central University. Okay. So we had maybe about 12 young young brothers, seen on the five cadets, and community people come. And we talked and stuff. We didn't have black studies then. We didn't have black books, though, none of that. But from these discussions and things like that, we said, why don't we start a black bookstore? And somebody said, yeah, let's do that. We didn't, we just talked. So we thought that uh, to, to do that, then the rest of the community would be conscious like we were. Right. So one night I was in my kitchen, sitting there drinking some bark and orange juice. <laughs> I was about 32 years old. And I was home by myself. And I decided to write something about the role of white people in slavery. I, so I had read a book called The Black Jacobins. And in that, that book talks about how brutal slavery was in the South. I had read some books about slavery, but they were not brutal like that in the South. I mean, in Haiti. So, but anyway, I wrote this document outlining the brutality of slavery. And and then uh, it was two pages, front and back. And then the more I thought about it, I said, what am I going to call this thing? And the more I thought about it, 
I know one thing they did a lot of slavery was lynch people. Mm. So there's a town called Lynchburg, Virginia, right. about 60 miles from Durham. Right. And I thought about that. Now I was wondering, I said, I bet you that's with, with Lynchburg, that's the name because there must have been a lot of black people there. Mm. So I said, hmm. And they have, we used to have a sort of like a name like you have now for black people. Mm -hmm. And if it was a male, it was Willie. You might have a name called Mayor here, not some kind of name, but it was Willie. So I say Willie, Willie Lynch, Willie Lynch, and that's how the name Willie Lynch came to be. Wow. Then uh, I uh, put that on the letter, Xerox in the old army uh, machine, and at 12 o'clock midnight, I put them in my car. I did I ran 500 copies. I just rode all over town, dropping them off in Washes, places like that, where people would pick them up and they wouldn't necessarily see who did it because of that 12 o'clock at night. Right. So that's what I did. And I didn't tell anyone in my group house. So that was Dr. Kwabana Fahim Ashante. Uh, he's no longer with us as that was a memorial uh, show and uh, paying tribute to him and his work. And he just told you that Willie Lynch letter was his work. It was a promotional, um, I guess you would say, a, a promotional campaign, an advertisement campaign to, to as he stated that we're going to start a black bookstore, then we got to have these people conscious and, and awake, woken up from the slumber that they in. That's where the term woke comes from. It just simply means to be conscious, not asleep. And in this term, in, in, in this context, we're talking intellectually. Don't be intellectually sleep. So he made up, he said, what, four pages, two sheets, front and back. So that's four pages. Now, these are some of the books that he has written. And so as you can see on uh, Amazon, uh, his books are still available and some of them are not available. So let me say that it's a couple that's out of print like this one, Psycho Technology of Brainwashing, Crucifying Willie Lynch. So here is the author of the Willie Lynch letter who isn't some white man, some slaver from the Caribbean islands, a British citizen who's come to the United States to teach uh, white slavers over here how to handle you psychology and have their victims of slavery fighting each other and loving them. So again, that's the psychotechnology of brainwashing, crucifying Willie Lynch in paperback, but it's it's not available anymore. It's out of stock. So you will have to find this at a, a black bookstore. Maybe they might have some copies left or maybe somebody might want to sell some used copies, but the crucifying Willie Lynch, the follow-up, I guess, to the Willie Lynch letter, it's no longer in print. But you know, but you know what is in print? There is somebody masquerading, perpetrating a fraud as Willie Lynch on Amazon. Willie Lynch is a fictitious character in the Willie Lynch letter that was, um, as you just heard, created by Dr. Ashanti as a promotional material for a bookstore. 
And so some of the books that Willie Lynch has up, the fictional Willie Lynch, we don't know who this person is, who they are, the making of a slave, Willie Lynch, six ninety nine in paperback. Uh, then you have another one, can't quite make that title out, the White Lynch Letter, the Willie Lynch Letter, and the Breaking of a Slave. Um, you know, now I'm reminded that we got some other culture hustlers out there uh, talking about butt breaking and what have you. So then you got um, a couple of books couple of books of Willie Lynch this fake person on Amazon is selling let's see we also have some of the other titles include the Willie Lynch letter and the making of a slave soul D and that's $2.99 on Kindle edition of the Willie Lynch letter so all these different covers for the same letter and again as you heard from the original author of the willie lynch letter it's only at most four pages long but so i don't know some people bought some of these things um bought some of the books and the letters and so let's hear from them let's hear from a couple of customers that bought one of the books from this what i'm gonna call them a hustler um a person who is conning people into, you know, giving up their money for this this famous character in the black community that is thought to be real. So I never cared to leave video reviews, but for this one, I felt it was my duty to do so. I purchased this book, The Willie Lynch Letter, and I just that is damaged it's not even a secret it's pretty obvious yes the aura is missing it's like it's been just sliced off the side look at the cover of the book the picture the words everything is on tilt let's flip the page let's see what we have here everything is off center the pages are connected here that you, you you don't even get to a free page until page nine and then when you flip they're connected again the words are just falling off the page just sliding off and they felt it was okay to package this up and send it to a person take their money package it up and send it this way so if I wasn't holding this camera I'd have to give this two thumbs down.
That's really tacky and trashy that some individual is using the mythical character Willie Lynch in the black community to make money off of unsuspecting customers. Now, any proceeds should go to the estate of Dr. Ashante, but don't count on that. Not from this person who is engaged in such unethical economic activity. Now, I'm sure if Dr. Ashante were alive and he saw this, he would not be happy about how his creation is being used to economically abuse and exploit black people. But thank you, Joyce, for the feedback and allow me another opportunity to continue to discuss the content of the episode, BTR News, the Willie Lynch letter, and the Black Attack on Black Identified Christians. We'll be doing another uh, episode in this series soon, focusing on the Christianity aspect of it. But Stay tuned for more information right now on how you can support the work of the North Carolina-based nonprofit new media organization, Black Talk Media Project, and our latest promo for our social media community, btrcommunity.com. Till next time, peace and blessings to all. The words are just falling off the page, just sliding off. And they felt it was okay to package this up and send it to a person take their money, package it up, and send it this way. So, if I wasn't holding this camera, I'd have to give this two thumbs down. The Black Talk Media Project would like to invite you to become a member of the BTR Community subscription-based social media platform. BTR Community is a platform that was set up for the listening audience of Black Talk Radio Network, the number one independent black radio network online. For just $24 per year, your subscription gives you access to an interactive space to share information with like-minded people with your privacy guaranteed. Your subscription will go a long way to help us maintain and improve our current media platforms. It will also help provide a budget so that we can begin the task of establishing localized media centers and radio stations across the United States. The best way to show your support and appreciation for what we do here at Black Talk Radio is to subscribe. Help us to help you be informed. Join btrcommunity.com today.